Okay, so we're going through now discussing the fact that um, the three opinions as to what it is that Avram Avinu did to cause the Shibu, it wasn't just, well, he did something wrong, so um, Hashem wanted to send us down to Mitzrayim, and uh, he pinned it on that, because if that's the case, it's not necessarily going to be that the result of being sent down to Mitzrayim is going to somehow fix anything, right? That was the previous approach. previous approach was, listen, Hashem wants to demonstrate to the world that he is Balkochus Kulum. He wants to do the Tanmakos to show that he is in charge of everything. That's going to be a big Kiddush Hashem in the world. How does he do that? He has to send us to, uh, so we need to end up in Mitzrayim. So, after we did something wrong, doesn't make a difference really what it is, some small little thing, a trigger, something to pin it onto, and bam, we, 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 Hashem gets to do what he wanted to do, right? That's, that, that was the approach, that was the previous approach. And we said that's like a, a, a legitimate approach, which is the interaction between Hanagas HaYichud and Hanagas HaMishpat. But, Hashem's wisdom is infinite, to the extent that even in such a situation, we will see that it, quote-unquote, works out, um, always, that it actually always also works as a tikkun for whatever it is that was the trigger. So, um, over here we have um, first opinion, is Rabbi Avahu, that Avram Avinu recruited, conscripted, I should say, the Talmidei Chachamim into a militia, right? And that was not right, because Talmidei Chachamim being that they are seichel, they are nivdal, they are above shibud, they're someone who are a tzura that is innately determined and not to be uh, subjugated or conscripted in any way. That's why they are, should be exempt from taxes, says, says the Gemara in Baba Basra. Okay, so uh, we're umipnesha also, correct? With Nesha, also Avram, and Gariya Bitalmidechachamim, Nimshak Doverze, Bizarro. So therefore, this matter was, was, was continued to his children. Uh, meaning, it was Mida Keneged Mida, Shem did this. Ki Yeshla Das, because you should know. Ki Ulo Timsem Mailus Tsura Nevdelus Minachomer, this concept of being a Tsura Nevdelus Minachomer, being this this uh, absolutely spiritual thing which is not subject to shibud asher ein ba mipchisus hachomer doesn't have in it the lowliness of physicality kemoshiyesh bu yisroel asher heim shleim tzura nevdelas this concept does not exist this concept that we do have today this concept does not exist ad that until we, we are we are fit for this. Because this is the fitting thing for a tsura, for a definition, for a purpose to subjugate the physicality to that purpose. 
which is the Jewish people, in relation to the Umusaulum. Ve'ein b'tsura hispalus, and the tsura itself does not change, right? The definition is what determines what the physicality should be like, and not the other way around. The physicality determines what the definition is going to be like. Um, morals, how do we determine morals? Is morals that which is comfortable and uh, um, pleasant for the majority of the people? You know, so nowadays that everyone is uh, having premarital relations and there's children, etc., so uh, being made... So, so then abortion is moral because that's what the society wants. That's the homer determining the tzura, or is it the other way around? No, that there's a tzura, there's a definition, there's a morality, and then the homer has to has to adjust. And then, the, you know, and then the that's what the people need to understand how to live according to, right? Okay, so kalal hadover. The overall principle of this is. Mitzad atzmus Yisroel asher yesh lahem tzura shleima ein reui shibud bahem. So two, Klausrel are not fitting for shibud. We are someone, we are a nation who are spiritual in the sense of we have a purpose, we have a great purpose. Um, we know Rashi brings, right, Bayom hashishi in Parshas Bereshis, the whole Bria was omed v'tolui, to see if Kalashal will accept the Torah or not. Why? Because the fulfillment of the Torah, the, that's the ultimate surah, that's the ultimate purpose for the whole world. So then that means that those that are, the ones that are doing it, right, that's kind of the, that should be defining everything. So now, Avram of Yinu went and he took Talmudah Chachamim, who are a tzura, who are someone who should be above subjugation, etc. And he conscripted them into the military, right? So now, Avram's children, who are on a national level, similar to what Talmudah Chachamim are on an individualistic level, right? That the, na- that the nation should be uh, not subjugatable. And what happens? V'kasher haya noheg Avram Avinu shibud v'angaria b'talmid chachamim. So Avram Avinu went and he did what was inappropriate. He was noheg shibud v'angaria b'talmid chachamim asher ein reui l'shabed bam, which is not fitting. Nimshach zeb So then his children, the, the Jewish people who are on a national level, similar to talmid chachamim on an individualistic level, who are a tzura, they should be above shibud, right? Gam Cain, so this, can, can, this was, was nimshah to them, also, lakach bo ha-shibud alehem. Therefore, we had a gzera of 400 years of subjugation, of 400 years of exile, which is also with a, a garish kind of, uh, you know, it's, uh, yeah, you live in America, and you, know, you might disagree with many of the things that happen here. But you know, what can you do? You're just a, you're just a, uh, I'm just a sojourner over here, right? And nobody, nobody asks me my opinions, and even if I have one vote, but who cares? Right? The nation, the nation does what the nation wants, right? I'm, a, I'm an outsider over here, right? So, and then certainly when when we were actually enslaved, I mean. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> 
Three out of five. Incredible. Yeah. Okay. So. I just wanted the, the, the surah. It's incorrect for a talmud chacham to be. So Hashem's going to punish you. Made a, Avram Avinu made a mistake. So now Hashem's going to say, "Well, I'm going to go against the surah of Klal Yisrael and put them in that position to teach you a lesson." And he's doing the opposite of what should be done. It's by definition Klal Yisrael shouldn't be in Gullis. It's like taking even more. It's like people t- tit for tat. Like, like you did this to my people, so I'm going to do this back to. To the people that don't deserve it, that that that, that is against their sort of do. How's the meaning connected to How's that meaning connected to me? Or or I guess like, they see how it's meaning connected to me. But it's, how's the tikkun? Tell your brain. That's your question. How's the tikkun? How how does it make sense? Well, it seems like almost like Hashem is like you know taking not revenge, but like you know, if it's the tzura of a that we don't belong in Gullis, Hashem wants to teach us a lesson. So you made a mistake by putting them in Gullis. So I'm going to teach you that's wrong by putting a different group that doesn't belong in Gullus and Gullus? Like how is that going to teach us that lesson? Isn't that every punishment of Midi Kenegad Midi where, let's say, a person um, person is not maspid, a Talmud Chacham, so Midi Kenegad Midi, he'll be buried alive. Right? So, okay, so... Eulogize. Uh, Oh, well. So, I mean, usually we, it's not such a positive thing to be buried alive. It's actually inappropriate. The whole point of being alive is to be able to express yourself and to, and to do something and, 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 to, and to change the world around you, right? Um, and then, you know, being buried alive is a very bad thing that where a person can't do that. So why would Hashem ever do such a thing? So that... That's what the media can get me. There's Hashem saying, just like what you do was wrong, so I'm going so to do the same thing to you. So you should understand how what you did was wrong. But it, does that is that a rep, does that repair the issue? I think so. I took Talmudim out of the base medrash, so now I'll just add to that. I'll make all of Klal Yisrael come outside of the base. Medrash. Now what happens? Now what happens? Klal Yisrael are in in Mitzrayim. And instead of being able to be serving Hashem, they want to go serve Hashem for three day for three, three day journey to go serve Hashem. And power saying, "No, you're going to make bricks, more bricks, right?" And Galatians are crying and they're groaning, saying, "This is so ridiculously unfair. This is so stupid, right? Like we have a tremendous opportunity to go and to serve Hashem, right? And bring carbonos." And here we have to be making bricks. This is like totally, totally wrong, right? Over and over and over they're saying this, right? So then by the time the story is over, they've learned a lesson that what? That you should never take someone who wants to do something spiritual, right? And drag him into making bricks. So it led to the tikkun. It itself is not a tikkun. The Jews being... Conscripted in Mitzrayim is not a tikkun, but it it forms the tikkun. You're saying it's the same thing, right? Okay. That's that's oh, I mean the 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 punishment, the onish, right, leads to um, basically a, a process of tshuva, a process of recognition of what was wrong, and therefore changing of ways. So yeah, yeah, it's always kind of the the rod that leads to the correction of way. 
There are three other, two, two other questions. Well, uh, mine's a temporal issue. Number one, the time the Avraham Avinu's 318, they didn't have Torah yet. Or, yeah, we're calling them Talmud the Chavim. Torah wasn't given yet. And then also by Israel, um, they weren't a nation until they were taken out of Israel. So if he had taken them out and then put them back in the Shubud, then I would say, yeah, you're you're now subjugating an, an Ummah that's Roy for serving Hashem. But before that point, they weren't an Ummah. They weren't a... So I don't see how that's... So you think it was perfectly fine what Barrow's doing? It's not fine, but I don't see how it's, it's, it's um, addressing this issue, which is that this point, which is that the Tama Hotham, who was Roy, is not Roy for Shibud. Why was it not fine what Barrow was doing? Wait, at that point, they were. Wait, not fine. Fine, he's the, what he's doing. Why was it not okay? Because he was having the men do women's work and women do men's work. I mean, it was, it was things that weren't. That Whereas, if you would have just been Meshab with them, but without that part, then everything would be okay. I mean, if they weren't. I don't want to say that, but if they were, I guess if they were part of that society, and they were serving it in that. So I think that so I think that they, uh, on some level, clearly, we, we all understand that being that they are the sons of uh, of Yaakov, Avram, Isaac, and Yaakov, and they are trying to be mamshich that masora, and then to uh, get so, you know, to get subjugated, that is. Um, that is not the right thing. That's why Paro was punished for that, right? But you're right. When ultimately we reach full maturation, then that's a time that, uh, that we're going to break out of that, right? But even what's happening, it's, it's not right. Uh, your other question, I mean, clearly, so Avram Avinu kept the whole Torah. He definitely, he kept the whole Torah, including the Rabbanons, because the Rabbanons are uh, somehow in the Torah as well, Chayra. Um Smachtus, so so um, Avramina knew it all. Uh, he clearly taught some of it, a lot of it. I don't know, yeah, whatever it was. And apparently, there was such a thing as told me the Chachamim, people who were very knowledgeable in these ways, and they sat and they thought and they learned. There was Yeshiva's Shem Ve'Aver. Um, you're right. The Torah had not been given as a chiyuv to a nation yet, but there was something. Maybe it's just a lush of using Israel, he says here. If you want to take individuals, find them. Yeah. Okay. We're good? Just to double check, right? Avram is, has been nifter for a while to the point of the Shibud. So this is not to, as, a, as a tikkun for him, this is a tikkun for the pagam that was caused by his. Yeah, we spoke about that. Genetic, right? With the, the, genetic the, the genetic or the embryo, whatever you want to say, and then you wait until baby's born and then you do the surgery after that right? here but, but what we're talking about now let me change a little bit because the, it sounds like it's supposed to be punishment is experientially supposed to illustrate the point to the person transgressed that this is not the right thing that, that, that right? was not the right thing to do right so somehow they have it in their DNA in their spiritual uh, DNA that you know if, if a person <coughs> makes some sort of an error some sort of a mistake and in, in their behavior, then that is passed down. Passed down. Uh, especially when you're talking about Avram Avinu, who's kind of laying down the the foundations of the nation. 
but even uh, even less. Uh, there's a concept of uh, of transmuting your your morality and your successes or, or failures to your children. It's more, it's more than just what they observe. Chrome or proper chinuch. It's like. Something going on like a spiritual it, level. Yeah, I'm saying with all these things, you can see it. You can look at it on whatever level you want. You can look at these things on a merely psychological, sociological level. That it must be if Avram Vidu conscripted then probably while he was raising Yitzchak, there was a tiny bit of something that Yitzchak saw that was not, and then he passed that on, etc., etc., etc. Right. That's. That's you know the sociologists and the psychologists will want to learn it like that, and then the morale is always going to say, well, if it's ha- if that is reflected in all the way down in the physical world, so then it should, so then certainly it's even more clearly so happening in the spiritual realms, right? Because as we all know from the Derech Hashem and Felik Dalit, right, Perik Vav that there are four worlds, well, three worlds, and one that's kind of referred to loosely as a world, right, which are all parallel. Okay? So, yeah, talking to a fully secular person has no idea what you're talking about, and you just talk to them on a sociological level, etc. He's talking to somebody who's a little bit mature, so he understands it's in the shama, and then what a person does in expression of their neshama and the various tikkunim that are necessary to be done up there. So, Avraham Avinu made this mistake, and that means there was some sort of a pagam. Right? So, if that's the case, that's going to be passed down to his children. It's going to be needed to rectify at some point. And like Azra is pointing out, this will be a process that will lead to the rectification. Uh, any punishment or evil is never the final result itself, but it's a means to. Yeah, very good. Everyone had their turn? Good. Okay. Ulufikach. Tam Rebbe Avahu, who inyan ra'ui umesiyaches legamri el hashibut. So therefore, Rebbe Avahu's statement is, works out beautiful, right? That, Avram Avinu was Meshabit, Talmud HaChachamim, his children got Meshubit. Yeah? No, that was, uh, that was for you, the, the conjugations. <laughs> Meshabit, Meshubit. Yeah, Rabbi Tumen, this is, uh, he's putting some serious kochus into this stuff. Yeah. Amnam, Das Shmuel, next opinion. Um, in truth, that the opinion of Shmuel is Bishvil Sheamar. Avraham Bema Eida Kvar Amarnu Kiro Uila Avram Yoser Mikol Haemuna. Avram Avinu is the one that most has to have a Muna because he is the foundational stone. He is the flintstone, the tsur, right? The, from which all of Klausrel is going to be um, gained there foundation and their strength. So therefore, he has to be perfect in his emunah. That about him the Apostle says, This is what Avram Avinu believed 
Hashem, when Hashem told him that he will have bonum. Right? So that's a, that's a big thing. A Pesach describes Avram Avinu as a, as a mamin, as someone who has a munum, which is at a great level of it, not, not just, a great level of it. V'kvar harachnu b'inyin hazeh, in the whole discussion that he had with the Ramban, arguing with the Ramban on this point. Harachnu b'inyin ha'emunah ki ha'mamin ra'ui shelo yishtabed. So, someone who is mamin, again, that was a that was a point. Anybody remember why should a mamin be? Uh, okay, he might actually explain now. Why is it that someone who is a true mamin should should not be enslaved? Ki acher sheha mishubud who talui buzuloso when I have a slave. So he's dependent on me, right? I, he does whatever I say, right? So that means he is kind of, he doesn't have his own independent existence. His existence kind of hangs on my existence. That's also, not for now, but that's the shot of uh, what the Yonah said to Noah, that I prefer to eat the bitter olive leaf than to be in Esparnas from you. Because when you're in Esparnas from somebody else, it means that your Messias is not an independent Messias. So it has a Tam Misa in it. Okay. Aval, Hamamin, Asher, who? What? Meaning, like, everyone who has a job. Say again? Everyone who has a job and is. Parnes from someone else. No, 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 no. If you have a job, if you have a job, then what do you mean? So then you're saying everybody. Who, I'm saying everybody. Yeah. No, yeah, so if you have a job, no, 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 no. If you have a job, then then you're then you're earning. What uh, they're giving uh-huh. you more than what you're ma- what you're earning. I mean, it's some sort of funny employer you have. Right? <laughs> usually, usually you, right? Uh, you make more money for them than they give you. Right. right. So, so it's just like a bartering system. I mean, it's no different than if you were making, um, you know, pots of from clay and selling them in the marketplace, right? Not uh, even then, you're still okay. no. Then that's good. That's good. That's the better then hours good. that I'd rather have because you're you Yeah, you. I mean, Hashem is giving you your parnasa straight. Right, right, right. Hashem is giving you your parnasa. Whereas if you have to come onto somebody else's matanos, that somebody else is feeding you. Right, then you don't have your own independent life source. You're kind of having to siphon off from his, from his. He's getting a life flow, and you just, you know, kind of just like having to stick a little side piggot into the spigot into there, and just kind of you know, siphoning off, right? So you're not really alive independently. Uh, why isn't there a Rashi on it? I'm talking about Rashi, but Rashi by the Yona? No, isn't there a Rashi on? Says uh, like an ani is kinase or something like that. Yeah, Yaakov uh, Avinu said to uh, to uh, Eliphaz. Yeah. yeah. How do you say exactly the chiluk between being dependent on a person, Basar Adam, being dependent on Hashem? In both cases, we don't really have a mitzvah in ourselves. Uh, in comparison to Hashem, no one has a true mitzvah. Right. Yeah, but uh, okay, but. 
but it's still called being, you know, to the extent that we know life, it's still called being alive. Whereas if you're dependent on somebody else who, who is alive, so then you're as if you're not alive. Make sense? Even though, I mean, you're siphoning it off from somebody else. I mean, it was also goes around on Roshan, right? Yes, it means that to a certain extent, Hashem decided, I'm not going to give this man, I'm not going to give this person his own independent existence. So that too came with his Parnassa. In fact, his Parnassa's Matana came, that was also Gozer and Rosh In fact, Hashem would say, I'm not giving this man a Parnassa. That means to a certain extent, Hashem decided that I'm not giving him life. Okay. Again, I apologize. It might have been a little bit of a too, too far of the attraction, but over here, the, the point is that the, an Evid is totally on his on his master. Aval Hamamin Asher who you sowed, Kaim beEmunaso, Ehi here Nitla Buzulaso. So we spoke about before that a Mamin Amuna is the your unshakable your your you your your. Uh, your mitzvah is so chazak, it's so strong, like a flintstone that even if all the winds of the world were to come against you, right, nothing would shake you, nothing would move you, right? So it means, uh, why? Because you're rooted in Hashem's mitzvah. Hashem's existence is, is absolute, and to the extent that you're connected to that, so then, so then your mitzvah is also something like that, right? So that's the so that's the opposite of someone who's mishubed. V'ra'ui shehui yisod kaim omed ba'atzma. So therefore, it is fitting that he should be unto himself, not dependent on us. Lafikach amru zal b'midrash b'midbar rabba. No, not b'midbar rabba. B'midrash rabba. Often he just can. Puts it together, but here not. Midrash Rabbah, the Parsha Shmos, Lonigolu Avoseinu Mimitraim, Elabus Hus Haimuna, Shenemar Vayamin Haam, Vayishmau, Ki Pakad Hashem Esamo. Why should that be the Shus to be to, to for Geula? Because the answer is when you're a Mamin, right? So then you are above Shibud. Vakar Biyarn, make sense? We explained this before. That's why you'll be saved and you're not going to be enslaved to someone else. But if a person is lacking Yamuna, so then he's a fair weather fan, right? He's, okay, today he's, today he's religious and then tomorrow something bad happens and he's changing his, oh, wait, no, don't, don't, no, you do any, <laughs> any extreme, uh, so, yeah. It's very hard, it's one of the hardest parts of Yiddish. Emuna, yeah, you bet, you bet. Throwing it out there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You think that and the, that and then like the second runner up for that is like a, 
you know, making to sure to put on your film like j- just right in the right place. No? Of course, I'm, j- I'm, j- I'm saying yes, yes, absolutely, <laughs> yes. Okay. Tzadik bemonoso yichye. Right. That means that this is the overall principle for all of Yiddishkeit. Right. Boch habakuk vehimid as kol Torah al mitzvah achas. Are we supposed to be like just simple transcend- transcendence, like we had like the in the camps in the, in the um, was it Frank? Uh, Frank? Well, he, he I don't know. He was he a mamim? No, and not in the, uh, Hashem, but in the fact that he was he even though in his physical shibud he recognized that they didn't they couldn't the captors couldn't um, change his mind you know couldn't. couldn't Right, but because he wasn't connected to anything else, so that's why he didn't really mean he didn't really change the 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 Briskarov also had a similar experience, except for he was connected to the Balkovos Kulum and he and his entire family walked out of Europe through walked past all the German camps. The absolute moon that Hashem can save them. Okay. Hey, let's let's not go down the Holocaust route. It's a very no. It's, um, a, it was a it's a doozy example. But yeah. Okay. Vaod kasher tovin inyan hayamuna al amitasa oz and when you will really understand the kinds of amuna to its truth. Oz teda, then you will know kiraui mi shechota beamuna shishtavit. So therefore, someone who chota doesn't necessarily even have to mean here to sin, but it means to miss, to lack in the muna. Someone who is who missed in the muna, so then he's fit for shibud. Umisha zocha beamuna raui lecheres. Someone who is who has who merits a muna, so then he should be free. That means someone that knows something through, he, he <coughs> perceives it, he knows it. He, so it means you reached it. If you know something, you believe it. So then you're there to a certain extent. Right? Knowing something is, is being massing it, is, is being there. So, hazos, this is my, this is my knowing, this, I'm there. Umishihu mamin bo yizborach, so if I believe in Hashem, ze shehu mitzad Hashem yizborach, asher mamin bo. So that means, I'm somehow, what am I believing in? Not like Frankel, who just was believing in nothing, but I'm believing in, in Hashem, so to that extent, I'm rooted in Hashem's Metzius, which is unshakable and unsubjugatable. So I'm pulled to Hashem, completely. I'm connected to Him. I'm like a, a tree that is rooted in absolute unshakable ground. So then certainly he's very, very great himself and he is unsubjugatable. That's what it says. 
Gadol Ha'ona Amin Yosher Mina Mavarich. That's why someone who answers a Amin is, is a very great thing. Hmm. Okay, I, I see he's actually going to keep on going with this for a little while, so we need to stop. Um, okay, so we're going to be there's going to be a discussion of Amuna and this and the fact that person is unshakable with Amuna. So that Hashem will continue that next week. So I'll stop. We'll just pick up again from Vazesh Vazesh Amru Gadol Amen.